0: hello and welcome back to the let's facetime podcast i'm your host jocelyn I'm Kylie, and this is a podcast where we're just two friends on FaceTime talking about our lives and whatever the topic of the week is. This week, our plan is to chat a little bit about some entertaining stories Kylie has alluded to in our text messages, and then dive into what WNBA free agency means for all of our favorite teams. Oh, okay. Sorry, did I put you on the spot? <laughs>
1: Well, no, I just, just the way you put it. I don't know. I was just going to say WNBA and all the draft, but you, I don't know. Just the way you put Keep going. Keep going. I
0: don't want to interrupt your introduction. Wait, how was what I said about the WNBA not what you expected? I don't know. You just like made it a whole intro. I, I, I don't know. It's fine. You're the entertainer. We intro it every week. I'm the facilitator. <laughs> and we intro <laughs> every week. Okay, sorry.
1: Wait, wait, are you going to add anything else? I just interrupted your whole intro, so, like, I, I don't know.
0: No, the, the intro's over now. Intro done. What I do want to say is, today I texted Kylie and said, I'm not sure what I have to talk about on this podcast. And Kylie said she always has things to talk about. And so... We've decided that Kylie... We have not decided. ...over-dramatizes her life. <laughs> I personally decided that Kylie over her life and I under dramaticize mine. So I'm going to work on romanticizing my life more in this next week. And so I'm hoping that next week, my life is going to be filled with humorous and witty tales of which to tell you. I'm so excited. Unfortunately, we're not there yet. <laughs> but I have
1: a story to tell you. It is quite the time. I'll give the whole setting. So, the setting is Sunday afternoon. I have a list full of chores that I have to do. I have to do laundry, got to go to the grocery store, have to FaceTime my family, have to like do homework, bunch of different stuff. So, I need to go to the grocery store. I want to go to Trader Joe's and I also needed to go to like Safeway, which is a generic grocery store because I need to pick up like specific things for a recipe. So the reason i chose trader joe's was because next to trader joe's is a bubble tea shop that i've been recommended to that they say is really good and i haven't had bubble tea in a while and i'm like i'm gonna treat myself i'm gonna go to trader
0: joe's get myself some bubble tea so i love that you enjoy bubble tea now it's such an evolution of your personality honestly i went from first
1: year me never having known anything about bubble tea and having to be an experience with my first year roommate to then Loving it, embodying it. It's so good. Anyhow, continuing onward. I go to Trader Joe's. Get what I need to get. Actually, not really. I always forget things. But anyhow, I go to Bo... I go get myself a mango milk tea with tapioca balls, which was interesting uh, because normally I don't get the milk in my boba, but this time I did and it was mango-y. It was good. I had a few sips and then I went to Safeway and I then running behind schedule. My family's like, we're gonna have to family zoom at like, I think it was like six o'clock my time. So I am frantically trying to check out a Safeway, get in my car, trying to find a parking spot because I like park on the street right now because I don't have the space in our driveway because we alternate every other month. Anyhow, I'm scrambling. I have to like I take my two bags, groceries, and I'm balancing my boba on the top of my car and that didn't fall. I'm like, oh my god, I can't have this fall. So I grab the boba and then I have my bags running back to my house, have to balance these things to open up the door, make it inside the house. I put the boba on the right side and my bags on the left. My bag tips over, knocks over my boba, which falls on the ground the container breaks and it spills two-thirds. Oh no. This is a key point. Two-thirds of the drink all over the floor. And now I'm so mad because I spent $6.50 on this drink that is now all over the floor. So I like frantically pick it up, try to put it in a cup so I can save what I can. And then I have to clean <laughs> up and I'm like also hurried because I'm running late for my family Zoom. And I'm like, oh my God. And then I finally get it together and put all my... Freezing stuff away or whatever, have my cu- my vermini boba, which is sad and depressing, in my cup, and make it on the Zoom. And my mom's like, How are you? And I'm like, I'm doing terrible. And I go in on this whole rant and they're like, Carly, you're being dramatic. And they're like, No, I spent so much money on this boba. Okay.
0: So, no, that it actually really sad. that's a lot of like both money and also joy. I know. I was on the ground looking
1: forward for that. Like, I was literally. So so mad but actually sort of a blessing in disguise because this is like 6 p.m okay let's fast forward five hours it is now 11 p.m kylie's getting ready to go to bed she is in bed i don't know why i'm now talking to the third person but i'm in bed (laughs) and I'm i'm a very good sleeper i think it's one of my best qualities i would say is that i once i in bed fall asleep relatively quickly I'm in bed like I'm feeling like ready to go I'm feeling energized and I'm like why do I feel like this like it is late oh is this the night I got all of your tests yes okay because apparently I was dumb and didn't realize that the mango tea was mango jasmine tea and so I normally get like a fruit tea because I don't really like having caffeine I'm pretty caffeine sensitive and apparently it did have caffeine and so even though I drink it at a th- like a third of it at 6 p.m. or whatever it was I was feeling the effects and could not sleep till like <laughs> one in the morning like I was there for like two hours like flop top like keep going back and forth I'm like what oh is no. wrong like I can't
0: sleep oh my god so I'm like god the boba is coming Wait back. you only drank two-thirds of how big was the boba?
1: It was pretty big like they only have one size oh. it was like a pretty solid boba but yeah I was like why am I still i I'm like Could that tea have had caffeine? Because, like, this has happened before, and it's usually when I have something that has caffeine in it, and it turns out it did. So, that was my Sunday night, and then I woke up Monday and I was tired and annoyed. (sighs) This is all because I wanted to have a good drink and treat myself, and instead I spilled half of it, and the half or the amount that I kept kept me awake. So, (laughs) that's so tragic. (laughs) Yeah. So that's my little story.
0: I'm so sorry. <laughs> Me overdramatizing my life. <laughs> no, I appreciate the drama of your life. It's my highlight of my week recently was that the other night I was having a life crisis in the middle oh. of the night. And back in the day, no, it wasn't necessarily a bad life crisis. It was just a life crisis. I was like, I was like, who am I? Who do I want to be? Oh, that's a tough one. And recently, when I've had these life crises, I've cut my hair. But right now, my hair is kind of at a level of shortness where I can't go any shorter until basketball season is over because playing basketball, even with my hair at this length, like, they don't tell you how annoying it is to play basketball with hair that doesn't all fit in a ponytail because it is a nightmare, let me tell you. <laughs> and So I can't cut my hair any shorter. So I had to find a new solution to this problem. So I went online and i ordered some clothes and i bought these new pants oh and i got green corduroy like velvet corduroy and all corduroy like the like silky material i don't know whatever
1: i'm pretty sure corduroy is a material
0: yes so green corduroy dark green corduroy pants that are like a little bit flare bottom they're very cute and also these like Dark grey, like kind of baggy, like cool pants. Cool pants. And I'm not descri- I'm not describing this well. I can show you. Yeah, but that's not gonna help our
1: listeners. Okay, maybe I can provide some more descriptions. No, you can describe it to the to the to the audience. To the people. Okay, are these the corduroy pants?
0: No. These are the gray pants. Oh. They're actually brown
1: now that I look at them. Oh, they're like Gacha-y... gotchas probably not... They're, like, baggy-ass gray That's pants called, yeah. with the cuffed bottoms. They are cool pants. I Cool pants is a good description. Like, when I see people, I'm like, oh, they look cool. Like, they are cool. They're wearing those pants. Hence why I don't have those pants. But do need those pants. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. So now I am feeling, like, my new aesthetic for winter, e-spring, like, slightly warmer Ooh. winter vibes. It's going to be so cool because I'm becoming a new person.
1: That's exciting.
0: That was super exciting. Sad part is, I had $41 left on a gift card and my total order came to Actually, I had 41.50 left on a gift card. My total order came to 42.32 and so I couldn't use my gift card. It's like a Visa card. So, oh. a, you have to bring it through the credit card, so you can't split orders on an online order. And so I had to spend my real money even though the whole reason I was buying the clothes was because I had a gift card, which means that now I technically, in my mind, have to remember that I spent the gift card and that the gift card money now has to go towards my essentials, for example, food, because I've spent the money that I got a gift already on clothes.
1: <laughs> that does seem dramatic for the gift. Well, like, yeah, you still, you're still going to have the gift card and you're still saving yourself $40. So it doesn't really matter. It's just like a different way of accounting.
0: Right, but I just now have to remember and then I have to go to the grocery store and buy groceries that are under forty one dollars. Wait, I feel
1: like that when you're in a grocery store it might be easier to
0: use it with another credit card. Yeah, maybe I if I just get in the line with the actual cashier instead of going to self-checkout probably. Yeah.
1: Like I think online I have had that issue before and but I think when you have an actual cashier they probably could like split it up and do it okay.
0: One time when I was a child, I had a Visa gift card, and I was trying to spend it, and they, like, didn't have enough money to ring up my whole order on it, and, but they needed to know how much money was on the card, so I was like, I don't know, and they wouldn't bring it up until I gave them the exact amount that was on the card, and it was really anxiety inducing, because, like, I would have had to call Visa, so, alas, I just could not make my purchase in the store.
1: <laughs> You're like, and I'm leaving. <laughs> Red Balloon Gift Shop missed out on my purchase. Oh my god, that's so funny. I recently got a random gift card or like it's some reward, you know like have you heard of Kohl's Cash? When you like go of to Kohl's I've heard of Kohl's Cash. I'm a white suburban woman. <laughs> <laughs> Kohl's was the store that I went to all through like middle and high school, like let's be real. But I basically got the equivalent of Kohl's Cash. Um, for Dick's Sporting Goods for like $60 because that's apparently I just bought a lot of my Christmas stuff at Dick's this year for some reason and so like now I'm like oh gotta go to Dick's and like splurge and I'm super excited but
0: I haven't been able to go yet are there Dick's like oh you have a car I was gonna say are there ones that you can get to in the city, but you have a car so you can become a suburban girly too.
1: Honestly, having a car is so powerful in the city because you can so easily go into suburban life. And sometimes suburban life is a simpler, easier life. <laughs> this weekend, super exciting! So, this also transitioned as well to basketball-related talk. So If you have not listened to previous episodes or you're unaware, I am currently a manager for UW's women's basketball team. So I do a lot of fun stats and work, whatever. Anyhow, we had a game this past Sunday where we played Stanford, which is in our conference. We're in the Pac 12, and Stanford's number two in the whole country. UW is currently not ranked. And we beat Stanford by like 5 points or whatever. It was so exciting. It was there were so many people there. I think they said the attendance was 5,000, which is more than we have ever or like not ever. But that I have been there, I've experienced there's a lot of people. It was so hype. And the game was really exciting because there's a ton of lead changes like we got up by five, and then they came back and then took the lead, and they were up by ten, and then we came back and pulled up by four. So it was a lot of back and forth. Super good basketball, super exciting. Um, it was such a day. I was so happy for them, too. Like Even though like part of me was like, oh, I wish I was playing, because I think there's so much excitement to being a player and being on the court. But I also just know, like, I was so excited for them because they finally were able to pull out a win, um, which they've been struggling to do a couple of times, so
0: so proud, did any of your players play particularly well, or was it just a good team effort oh. or did Stanford suck like what because I feel like Stanford has a lot of like players that are in the national radar, yeah, like Cam and
1: um haley 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 van Lith is on. Stanford, Haley. right? Is that correct? It's ha- Why am I playing? Or is she on Louisville? She's on Louisville. There's another Haley. It's Haley... She's, like... Jones. Jones. Oh, my God, yes. Both of them play for Stanford. They're both very good players. Sort of fangirling when I saw them, like, oh, my God, like, Cameron Brink and Haley Jones. No, I
0: would die. Also, Fran Belibi. Yeah! I don't know if she's actually good on the court, but she's the player that have been able to dunk yes. for a really long time, which is huge in women's basketball. And her and Cameron Brink are so cool. Like, I would die. I know. I was and then in beat
1: them. It, it was... Oh, my God. We were, like, setting up the guest locker and like, putting towels. And as you like, walked out, the whole team, like, walked in. And me and the other manager are, like... Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> there is Kevin Brink. There is Haley Jones. There is also Jump. They have a, I can't remember, I don't know her first name, but Jump is her last name. She's super good. Like, such a good shooter. I was, oh, my God. I was like, fangirlies. Hannah. Hannah Jump. Hannah Jump. She's really good. No, but overall, we did play really well as a team. I was a little concerned because our sixth man off the bench, she's a first year. She got hurt on our game before on Wednesday, like, had a minor, like, knee issue. They're still trying to, like, figure out what's happening with. Um, so she was out. But another one of our first years really went off. She had, like, 20-something points. Like, she just, like, took the game in her hands. Like, she was just, like, getting steals, throwing up threes, like, feeling it. And her mom was there. Like, she's out of, also, Northern California. And her mom was visiting for the weekend, and she was, like, a nervous wreck. But it was so cute. I It was fun. I have pulled
0: up the box score for context, but she didn't even start, and she had twenty one <laughs> off the bench in twenty eight minutes. That's insane.
1: Yeah, yeah, she didn't. She doesn't start. But then, as a manager, they at the end of the game, they like took water bottles and like in the locker room, like you know, dumped them on the couch. And so I'm like walking, in and one of the other coaches like eye contact. She's like, we need towels, lots of towels." And I'm like. What do you mean? Like, did someone smell water? And I walk, in, the entire floor is, like, soaked. It's on the ceilings. And she's like, yeah, Kelly, I am going to need you and the other managers to help clean this up. Like, someone's going to slip. And so then we had to clean it up. But at least it was water, not Gatorade. Because Gatorade would have been a hot mess.
0: But it was so fun. I have never in my life thought about the Gatorade dumping and water spraying and champagne spraying and things from the perspective of a manager. <laughs> ever and that's actually so wild that they just have to go and clean it all up and like when pro teams are spraying champagne and when like college teams are dumping Gatorade like that's sticky that would be horrible for a manager I feel like that's probably the same for you. You were probably like, wow, this is less fun being a manager.
1: Wait, I was... There was still, like, so much excitement about it, but it was just kind of... But then it was so cute because some of the players were like, oh, can I help you clean up? And I'm like, no, like, you should go out to the court, like, celebrate with your friends and family. I don't know anyone out there. Like, I'm happy for you. Like, it really wasn't... Like, I didn't think anything of it. It was kind of funny, but it is a different perspective as a manager, being like, thank goodness
0: it's water. (laughs) (laughs) wait that's i'm like so excited for you guys that's such a cool win
1: i know and we're playing colorado and utah um and utah is now like top 10 in the country because stanford fell from second to like fifth i think and utah bumped up to six like right under stanford so these are some good games that like if we win a couple of these other games like we could be an at-large seed for March
0: Madness, which would be really exciting. That'd be huge. Yeah, it really would. Well, now we are about a week into B- WNBA free agency. Now, see, now I now I'm self conscious about where I'm going with the WNBA thing because you called me out earlier for what I said about it. So I don't know if you had different perspectives. No. How ever. I thought we were going to talk about who got traded in WNBA free agency and what we think this means for the future of the WNBA and the teams we like or dislike.
1: Oh, no, we're on the same page. I think just the way you said it, I was just like, whoa. I don't know. Okay. Anyhow, (laughs) I'm just sad because now I'm in Seattle. The Seattle Storm. It's the team... Honestly, it's kind of fun in Seattle because we don't have an NBA team. We only have a WNBA team. So I think that automatically just gives a lot of, like, women's sports, women's basketball support, which is really cool. But now the Storm are looking a little weak. Sue Bird has retired. Brianna Stewart has left. And that is making me sad that I have missed the Storm's glory days.
0: Well, the is Jewel Lloyd, and Ezie Matt, I don't know her last name, it's like Magabor, maybe? But both of them are pretty solid. Oh, so, yeah, she is good. So I bet they'll still be a pretty middle to top of the pack team. Like, ranked four to seven. For okay. sure.
1: Okay, I know, like, I, I, I definitely didn't think they were going to be terrible, but, you know... There was, there was a, a peak
0: for the storm,
1: you know, when they Not enough now. to win him a
0: title, though.
1: Yeah. But alas. It's been a minute.
0: Yeah, they have But Sammy basically, Whitcomb. this year, the trades have created... Oh Sammy... oh, Sammy Whitcomb went to the storm. Yes. I was a huge fan of Sammy Whitcomb. But the Chicago Sky are going to be horrible this year. Who... Yes. Who left? They traded Courtney VanderSloot to the Liberty. So she's yes. on one of the Super teams now. And she's the best point guard in the league now that Sue had retired. Hands yeah. down. And Allie Quigley reti- is taking the year off.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which I think she's doing so that Courtney VanderSloot can play in the Liberty and she can follow her. But also... I personally, so Allie Quigley is married to Courtney Vandersloot. Yes. And I personally am really hoping that she's having a baby. (laughs) Of course that's what you were hoping for. Because I'm here for the baby content. Do you think that they're actually going to have a child? Yeah, why not? They're like about the age that you would have a child, I feel. How old is- They're in their 30s. Yeah. If they want to have a child, now is better than later. And she specifically said she wasn't retiring. She was just taking the year off. Oh. Which is what makes me wonder. And then, who else? They traded someone else really relevant.
1: Yeah, I feel like Chicago doesn't have a lot of people.
0: But I'm blanking on who. But they still have Kalia Copper. And then they got Courtney Williams from the Connecticut Sun. And, so they're, and they got Elizabeth Williams. So they're going to have, like, the best pre-game fits. But they're going to suck. So
1: they're going to look great, but not going to play.
0: It's also going to be the world's highest energy team because Courtney Williams and Kalia Coffer, playing together at the 2-3. It's going to be, like, pretty cool.
1: Yeah. No, it's definitely – I feel like there's so many tra- – like, I feel like all the teams are really shifting. Which I feel like they definitely do every year, but I feel like this year for some reason, like all the, a lot of big contracts are up, so a lot of big names are moving around.
0: Yeah, because basically what happened in the WNBA this year is that two super teams formed, the Las Vegas Aces and the New York Liberty. Yeah. Yeah, because who are the Aces now? Aces have they have Candace Parker. Candace Parker. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> Candace Parker. Chelsea Gray. Plum. Kelsey Plum. Oh, they still have Asia Asia. My list. Asia Wilson. Furkona Williams. Did they lose anyone? They have a full roster right now. The Aces actually have twelve signed on their roster as players. That being said they might waive people. They waived someone today that they had signed. But currently they're the only team with a full roster. Oh, wow. What is interesting about the Aces is, did you follow the Dierica Hamby drama? No. not dr- I shouldn't say drama, because that makes it sound petty. But when D'Erika Hamby left the Aces, she said that people involved in the Aces organization treated her really terribly because of the fact that she was pregnant. Oh. And she had made it clear to them, apparently, that she was going to be back and fine in time for season. And basically, she said people in the Ace of the organization treated her really poorly about it Ooh. and were really horrible about it and said that she was a liability because she could get pregnant at any time, blah, blah, blah whatever. Um, and then she said what makes this especially painful is the fact that these people are women and mothers who are doing this to me. Yeah. And so there's some speculation About whether or not she's talking about Becky Hammond. Oh. Because there are other women in the ACES management and organization and things that it could be. Yeah. But if she was talking about Becky Hammond, who is a legend. Yeah. That would be a pretty extreme allegation. Not saying she's incorrect, but I'm saying it would be a pretty extreme dent on Becky Hammond's legacy.
1: Yeah, that would be a a big... Sort of, like, Mark. if she, yeah. You know, because I think she's done a lot, especially for women. And so having this become sort of this, like, oh, you can't be here because you want to be pregnant. Like I, like, I think, if anything, she should be understanding and trying to work with her in trying to, like, have a kid and get back to playing because that's been done before and there's no reason why you can't do it. So I think that would be terrible if that's – if she was – Right, it's her second kid. It's not like she hasn't done it already. Oh, I didn't realize she's already had a kid. Yeah, so if she's done yeah, this she before, so then what? That's terrible, if that's true. Or like if that's really how she felt during the whole situation.
0: But the WMBPA said they're doing an investigation, but nothing has come out so far, and Natasha Cloud has tweeted and been like, why are we sweeping this under the rug? Yeah,
1: Yeah, I feel like I haven't heard much about it is- at all.
0: Interesting. It was really big on WNBA Twitter when it when she posted about it. Oh,
1: I might have missed that. I'm on WNBA Twitter, but sometimes
0: I just I
1: don't read. Especially because there's been so many trades, I don't necessarily follow all of it.
0: That's fair. I follow a lot of reporters that I feel like share their opinions. Some of them are paid reporters, but a lot of them are low key doing it for fun, mm-hmm. and I feel like those are the ideal people to follow that are just true fans who either monetized it or haven't yet monetized it. Like people who have sub stacks. Mm. Is the ideal <laughs> type of person you want to follow. Lindsay Gibbs, one of my favorite people to follow. She has a sub stack called Power Plays, which I do not pay for, but I read the free ones. <laughs> and she has really good takes. She talks a lot about women's sports. It's really cool. That is cool. Speaking of women's sports, if you're interested in hearing sports digests from a women's perspective, you should subscribe to The Gist using my referral code, which will be in the show notes from this episode. Because if I get enough referrals, I'll get free things, including a Peloton. And I really love free things, so... Using this opportunity as the seamless promotion. Okay,
1: that actually was very seamless, and I don't know if you planned that, because if you don't know, Jonathan texted me and was like, get the gist, I could get a Peloton! And I I actually haven't- Did you do not it? Not yet, I will do it.
0: I promise. Oh, it must have been Anna then, because two people did it last night, and I was like, it's either Kylie or Anna, who's a better friend? Oh my
1: god, so apparently Anna's a better friend, that's what we've learned. Um, We need to get Anna on this show, is actually what we have to do. But she could win
0: a Peloton. But you're going to move come June. I'm not going to get 1,000 referrals until June. Okay. Oh, so this is just, like, any point in time? Well, I don't know how what the cap they're putting me on. Like, I didn't read the terms and conditions that closely, Um. I will be honest. (laughs) However... If I get the Peloton, I'll ship it to my new address. Ah. Okay. Well.
1: Okay. Oh my god. Also, this is... Sorry. (laughs) I'm distracted. I have ESPN on my laptop right now in case I want to, like, look up people for the show. And... You know how they have the like ads on the side? Yeah. There's currently an ad video for toe fungus, and it's this guy with this brush putting this like oh. weird solution on the. It's not actually that gross, but it's just like some reason somewhat satisfying because it's just like washing away this like fungus on this foot.
0: Sorry, I need to move this. Okay. <laughs> I hate the generic ads that are just growth thing. That makes me so uncomfortable. It surprisingly wasn't that uncomfortable, it was more like
1: mesmerizing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know who's leaving the Aces though? It's. Oh, I'm not gonna say her name right. Z- Zowie? Amanda Zowie B? Yes, Zowie B. She's good. Yeah, she she's a bucket. Is tough. She's a bucket and she is
0: uh, a beast. She's going to the Mystics. Interesting. You know who got signed to a training camp con- contract that I'm so excited about? You. Laisha Clarendon. And I love them. I'm so obsessed with them. Wait, she got signed? In a training camp contract to the Sparks. And last year, he didn't even play at all. Because he got caught in training camp and didn't end up making a team. But they're like, one of the coolest people ever. I saw them speak at the conference I went to last spring. What conference? The Lesbians Who Tech conference. Oh, cool. They were there, and Brianna Stewart was there.
1: Oh, I didn't realize they had WBA represents. That's cool.
0: They had so many cool people. Haley Kiyoko was there, Roxane Gay.
1: What a conference.
0: Very cool people. I had already really liked them, but hearing them speak at this conference, I was like, damn, they're so cool.
1: What was the topic that they spoke about?
0: They were just talking about their life and the way they, like, getting top surgery, as a player, and they use any pronouns, and so using different pronouns and being in a women's basketball league. Okay, that sounds really interesting. And how they didn't really want to be the face of gender queerness in women's sports, but they really had no choice because it's basically like them and Quinn on the Canadian soccer team mm-hmm. are pretty much the only like gender queer athletes. Yeah. I don't know. He's just a very cool person.
1: No, that sounds really interesting. Like, I I feel like I would love to hear them speak on that and, like, just get their perspective. and You know, I feel like you don't... I feel like I just really like hearing about people's, like, backgrounds and stories and, like, how they got to where they're going to go. And so I think it's really cool when they share stuff like that.
0: Brianna Stewart's speech was really cool, too. All of the athletes who spoke were, like, free BG. So, Uh, yeah, it's good that she's home now but it's also cool it was cool to see them like actually care see people who actually cared in real life you know
1: yeah no i think that whole sort of movement was really cool to see like how many people really cared and really showed that they cared and like continue it wasn't like oh this is a thing for a week like they continuously brought it up and i know branda stewart was very adamant about it like every day yeah was tweeting stuff and posting things. And so it was really kind of cool to see the whole league sort of get behind this.
0: It would have been better if it didn't happen at all. It was nice to see that, like, the community, like, we support actually cares. Yeah. Yeah, that is. And minus um, Kim Mulkey, who sucks.
1: Yeah, that really, I feel like, Brought some color. I had no idea.
0: Like, I kind of liked her. Or, like, I thought, she, you know, she's a very good coach, and I don't know. I was low-key obsessed with her in high school because of her power fits. Yeah, that's what I mean. She's just, like, a very powerful person. She did well, like, presented well,
1: and that did not go over well for her.
0: Her and Muffet McGraw just had the coolest energy ever. I was like, I aspire to be a powerful woman in sport. <laughs> but, like, we see how that panned out for me, and Kimwalky, so I would say you fared much better than Don Staley is my new idol, so, oh, she's so cool, yeah, she' it's actually so annoying because, like Yukon just lost to South Carolina, and I'm obviously a Yukon fan, <laughs> but I'm also such a Don Staley fan that I'm like, ah. <laughs> Oh,
1: I would love to meet her. Meet Don Staley in person. That'd be very cool.
0: Do we think Aliyah Boston is going to declare for the draft? Is she a junior? I think she's a senior with a year of COVID eligibility left.
1: Oh, okay. That sounds right. Okay. I was like, I feel like if she was a senior, she would obviously go to the draft. But now I see. When do you have to do to decide
0: before your season's over? Right. I think maybe before NCAAs is over, but after regular season.
1: Yeah. Because I was going to say, I think it would depend on
0: how they did. Yeah. Well, because this draft class could be stacked. Because technically Paige Beckers is old enough, even though this year she's redshirting and she had the COVID year, so, like, she'll probably stay in college. Yeah. Caitlin Clark. And the lie of Boston. Haley Van List. Cameron Brink, so many absolutely crazy good players. Yeah. Maybe she'll stay another year. I don't know. I read this article the other day about how the NIL means that college athletes at schools like South Carolina, UConn, Notre Dame, like top tier, Stanford, top tier schools, they'll make more money in college than they will in the WNBA. Like ever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, with NIL, you know, before NIL, like, Paige Beckers probably would think about going to the WNBA, right? Like, she has the talent, she's been hurt, but
0: whatever, like, start making money. But she's one of the top... Yeah, she'll still be a first-round draft pick. Oh. Even though she's hurt.
1: Yeah, but with... I don't know about now, but I remember when NIL first started, like, Paige Beckers was one of the, like, highest grossing from it um, in the whole NCAA. And so, for her, like... It doesn't even matter, like, it's stay in college, like, finish your degree, get a play, continue with college. Which I think it's a different atmosphere in general than, like, pros. And yeah, the whole concept, I think, really has changed. Like, go to pros early because of money.
0: Especially South, especially Yukon, and I'm pretty sure South Carolina is similar. There's such a strong local fan base because there's no professional men's sports leagues in the area. Yeah. And because they've been good for so long that the fan base has really gathered around these women's college sports teams in a way that realistically, very few places do that around their WNBA team. I think Connecticut has a pretty solid WNBA fan base because, once again, there's no sports. I think New York. Yeah. Seattle. Seattle. And that's pretty much it. Anywhere else you go, the WNBA fan base is not going to be great. And that's not where any of these women are going to get drafted if they declare now. They're going to go to the Fever, the Phoenix.
1: Yeah. It's kind of a shame that it's like, oh, if we don't have a big men's NBA team, we'll probably get a big following. (laughs) But yeah. I'm hoping it's shifting. I think the WNBA has been doing a lot better, especially in the last couple of years. I think it's continuing to do better.
0: So I'm, I'm hoping that... Well, it's that because it... they're actually putting the games on TV. Yeah. I think COVID was huge for women's sports because yeah, really they put them on TV and people will watch if they're on like, their screen. A lot of the reason people don't watch the WNBA is because they don't know how. Yeah,
1: like they also don't know when it is because the thing is, in the summer, the WNBA play in the summer and it goes into fall. There's not a lot of sports that happen in the summer, like besides baseball, but like NBA finishes in like June and then, you know, there's not much happening. And so people who love sports will watch the WNBA if one they knew it was happening and can watch it. So the more that they show it, the more people will watch and go and support. You know, like, that's... Because the summer is a big lull. You don't have football. You don't have, you know, there's a lot. So, take advantage.
0: I'm hoping the WNBA kind of solves a lot of their problems this year. Because it feels like there's been an ongoing problem of how to watch the games. Because I buy the league pass every yeah. year. And I... I can't even watch half the games on the league pass. <laughs> like, it's so annoying. Yeah. And then I, like, need to find ESPN, or I need... And then I go to ESPN, and they're like, oh, ha-ha, the football pro game is going on, or something unrelated, or, like, Cornhole ran late. And so then I have to watch ESPN 4. <laughs> and no one in the whole world has ESPN 4, because it doesn't actually exist. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, then ESPN I'm like, 10. Yeah, like I'm paying money. Obviously, it's really not that much money. If you have $20 to spare, you should get the WNBA League Pass because that's really all it is. Yeah, However, so cheap. it is frustrating when I'm spending the money to watch the games and then I'm taking my time out of my day to plan to watch the games <laughs> and then I can't, can't find mind. them.
1: No, I thought the same way. Like, I also have bought the WNBA League Pass. And it is super cheap, especially compared to the NBA. And I can't watch every game, and it's frustrating because you want to watch the game that. And sometimes I do show some games on TV, especially locally. And but I didn't want to watch that. You know, I wanted to watch Sky Wings or you know some specific game because mm-hmm. of players. And I can't watch it, so I do hope that they fix that because I'll pay... even if it's a little bit more money. Like I would be mind... wouldn't mind paying more money if I can actually watch every single game.
0: Yeah, I agree. Oh, you brought up, you mentioned the wings. Did you see Bella Allery retired?
1: Yes, I did. That was kind of cool. No, I was surprised. Honestly, though, like, you know, she's played a few years in the WNBA, went abroad. she didn't.
0: She played one year. She was only one year? She didn't play last year. She took the year off for personal reasons, and then she took this year off for personal reasons and announced that she was retiring. Oh, I thought she played for at least two years I think she only played the Wobble year The Wobble That was an experience Maybe I'm wrong That's her only WNBA experience? Wow She definitely didn't play last year I could have sworn she only played Oh maybe she played 2020 and 2021 When with oh. the Wobble The Wobble was 2020, Right? 2020. Oh so maybe she played two I have a list of every every player in my um, Google Sheets because I'm compulsive. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you have a list of every player for what? From 2021, 2022, and 2023, all the players and what team they were on for that year. Why? Because... I make lists because I have sheets, because I keep track of everything in a Google Sheet in my entire life, including teams for the WNBA, the NWFL, and the European soccer team.
1: This is news. I know a lot about you. This is
0: something I did not know, um, and I'm shocked. I like really enjoy when I am stressed out, or when I can't sleep, or when I'm bored to make data to track data to organize things to data to copy things from one place into my personal place it brings me a lot of calm so i know for a fact that she played in 2021 but i didn't track 2020 i could though if you want i'm sure i could go back i'm sure the data exists somewhere (laughs) yeah come on we need more data we need to
1: support the pod um, no, that's okay. Yeah, that was kind of... That is surprising. Especially if she's only played one or two years. But,
0: but maybe she has... Maybe She has a boy. So maybe she's, like, trying to settle... She said she wanted to go more into the business side of basketball. Yeah. And so I feel like maybe she felt like she wasn't going to be that good if she came back. Or she wants to settle down with her boy.
1: Or <laughs> she
0: just, like, has some good job opportunities.
1: Yeah, honestly so i that's what i my my thought was oh maybe she got a job opportunity was not feeling the like you know it takes a lot to stay in the shape and condition that they have to do to compete and so maybe she just didn't want to keep up with that anymore and thought that that was a good you know way to stay involved and you know do something and be in the business side
0: I'm sad, though, because we love a uh, Ivy League player who goes pro. I know, it was so cool! But, alas. And this is the end. Well, I guess the end was a lot sooner due to both of these players most likely being straight. But it's the end of my shipping of Salary, which <laughs> is Bella Allery and Katie Lou Samuelson. <laughs> they were the best friend duo that I adored and that I shipped the best friend duo or dating, it didn't really matter to me, but they were great together. For a while, Katie Lou played on the wings when Bella Allery was playing, and they had such cute BFF content, and now oh, we've lost longer. it all. Where is Katie Lou? She yeah. just signed somewhere. What is she up to? She signed us the Sparks for the second year oh. in a row. Oh. Interesting. I need them to get... I've lost interest in her, though. She's also married. She's... Oh! She got married? I know she got engaged. I didn't know she was married. Oh, maybe she's only engaged. I could be wrong. I don't know. Once again, I lost interest.
1: (laughs) When salary were no longer a thing, they're like, you used to love Katie Lou and her little bun, especially when she was at UConn. Yeah, when she played
0: at UConn, I loved Katie Lou. But recently, I've been, like, really worried. Okay, this is really me opening up on the pod. Getting but, vulnerable. But I'm a little worried that I now have reached a point that I only like basketball players who look like and play like I wish I could have. <laughs> like, this weekend I was watching U Chicago, and all my favorite players, like, on the other team... That I was watching were, like, the lanky, six-foot-tall, (laughs) three-fours. Oh, my God. And I'm like, I really reached a point in my career where I'm living vicariously through anyone whose body type is remotely similar to mine.
1: (laughs) You're like, I could be them in an alternate universe. Like, that could be me. (laughs) Which is, like... I hate that for me, but also it's <laughs> who I am now. Apparently, that is. I feel like that makes. I'm trying to think of who I like. I don't think I follow that. Like I don't. I think for if anything, I like players who could not play like me or like
0: in different positions. Are your favorite players post normally or no?
1: Like not
0: like sometimes, but not always. I don't
1: know. I don't think I have like a. Since I'm like, oh, she's a beast. Like yeah, I like her. But also some guards, like when they're really good and like
0: yeah. No, my favorite players are always the Linky 3-4s. Always the Linky 3/4. However, I also am a big fan of the like nice point guards with like like Courtney Vandersloot or like AD Durr. When they used to play at Louisville, I was a huge fan of. Mm -hmm. But that's because I think if I was, like, a few inches shorter, I would have been a point guard because I truly in my bones feel like I was meant to be a point guard, but then I got too tall.
1: You could have been a point guard,
0: but... Mm. But then I got too tall, and then in AAU in high school, I didn't play point, and so then I lost all of the, like, mental... It takes a lot of mental skill, I think, to be a point.
1: Yeah, being a point is really hard because you have, to, you have to see things really well. You also are in charge of like making play calls and seeing what's open and like dealing with pressure. Yeah. So having to do all that is very difficult. As a post, I rarely thought of that. I ran down the court. I did my rim run. I <laughs> stood by the paint and would be like, pass me the ball. You know, it was sort of, obviously
0: I would see what's open or where to cut, but definitely less thinking. In my alternate universe, I was a 5'8 point guard.
1: In my alternate universe, I am 6'3". I don't think I would change much. I think I wish...
0: Mm. Okay, if you were going to be a D1 athlete with a chance to go pro... Yes. What would you want your height position, body type, like, what would you, like, your ideal dream? What would it be? Your ideal dream, yourself, basketball player.
1: I think I would be 6'3". I would be strong. I really want to be super strong. Like, no one can, like, I want to be like, you can't move her. But I also want to be quick. And, like, I'm not strong and slow, but, like, have a lot of agility. And really play an, an, like, drive, like, be able to take drives a little bit better, because I wasn't able to do that, or I didn't do that much when I played. Um, but also have a, a still a post-presence, because I still really like post-play. I think it's fun to do your little up-and-unders. Like, Asia Wilson type player, Yeah. Huh? I, yeah, I would say, like, Asia Wilson idol. Like, she's so, so good. Oh my god. She's definitely one of my favorite players.
0: I want to be, like, a 510 point guard who's like boop, 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 with the quick little handles or like I even honestly like a 56 point who can like boop, 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 get through everyone like a Courtney Williams like okay body type play style but like with Courtney Vandersloot passing <laughs> <laughs> like maybe just Courtney Vandersloot like I would love to be a point guard I think I'd be really good at it wow but obviously like i wasn't that good at it cuz i didn't play point guard despite being on a basketball team but like, but like in my ultimate dream i think yeah 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 wow if only maybe in another yeah,
1: if only in another simulation
0: yeah but yeah That's the WNBA episode.
1: That's the WNBA. Hopefully you are all WNBA fans. Or if you're not, hopefully you now are. Um, Or you should be. Very
0: fun. Huge fan. Very great. If you're a fan of the WNBA, I bet you're an even bigger fan of the Let's FaceTime podcast. Yeah, you
1: are. And if
0: that is the case, you should follow me, your facilitator, at Life with Joss on Twitter or at Jocelyn underscore Lutzi on Instagram. And you should follow Kylie, your entertainer, at Gallagher K seventeen on Twitter. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, Gallagher seventeen or- on Twitter.
1: Gallagher underscore Kylie on Insta. Hit me with a
0: like. Also, please send us questions, comments. Sorry, I took over. No, that was great. Yeah, Kylie's gonna post on her Instagram and ask you guys to send us in your questions and the things you want advice on. And we're going to answer those questions, comments, and advice in a future episode. So make sure you're following Kylie for your chance to be in an episode.
1: We wouldn't be in an episode, but your question, comment, or concern could be discussed and debriefed and <laughs> everything you could want and more from your two favorite entertainers.
0: And one excellent facilitator.
1: <laughs> yes, an imaginary person named Jocelyn. No! Oh my god! <laughs> okay, also, please let us know who you think is the entertainer or if there is or is not a facilitator because I don't like this idea that I'm the entertainer we both entertain at least I like to think so
0: and that's the episode see you next Wednesday bye, bye. <laughs>